0: The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side.
1: The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Business growth isn't 9 to 5, so we're here 24-7. Now, welcome back. 51551 is our text number. Now, I'm sure we're all feeling the effects of the the stressing news lately around the place. It's the news that we need to see. uh, But there's no... It's tough going, isn't it? Well, whatever about our own ability to make sense of what we're seeing and reading and hearing about, it's harder again for children. They're catching snippets here and there. They're getting third-hand information, opinion masses, facts. I'm sure parents have heard their children coming home from school going, my friend's father said there's going to be a nuclear war. We'll have to live under the table. We'll have to dig a bunker and so on so the children are getting a dose of the burnout and anxiety from everything that's happening so journalist Nick Sheridan has written a book to help young people navigate and understand the news he joins us now good morning Nick Sheridan good morning Oliver I'm sulking because of your Wexford accent that you
0: did earlier on (laughs) That is just talk about fake news. That accent, I'd tell you, you I can completely start there.
1: Forgot, yeah, yeah That is. Um, <laughs> it, well, we'll we'll actually judge you on the basis of this interview. We we'll get we we'll get through it somehow. But look, I really enjoyed this book because it's actually very funny. It's like a it's a it's a comic book, but it's my cup of tea because it has a point
0: good I'm glad yeah well look at I mean the, the, the whole idea of this book in the first place Oliver was you know not to lecture anybody and certainly not to speak down to anybody or to condescend or anything towards kids or children it was basically the idea was to create a sort of a horrible history style book yes. that w- w- would explain uh, current affairs and news and fake news to kids but so there's no point uh, you're, pre- you're preaching to an empty parish if you don't try and make the content a little bit engaging a little bit humorous and that's what you that's what you have to do I think so that's w- what I tried to do anyway
1: so 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 before we get into those uh, points about the book, uh, tell us a bit about yourself then. So what part of Wexford are you from? Are you from...
0: Well, I'm actually from v- very close to to Wells House, where Channing Tatum was spotted. Oh. As a, as a matter of fact, I don't wow. know why he's there, but maybe he's filming. There's a couple of Lost Cities down down kind of Wexford Way, maybe Enniscorthy or uh, or maybe even um, Kilmuckridge or somewhere. He could be filming a new film down there in a new Lost City. No, I, I I'm from well, I'm originally from Kilmuckridge, um and then um, you know uh, study journalism for three years in DCU, and then subsequently moved over to work with RTE, actually with the, with the News Today program, yeah. uh, which is as 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 some people might know, is the, is the young person's news programme uh, on RTE2. And then after that, I decided I fancied a bit of a change. So moved over to Glasgow. Uh, so worked as, as consumer affairs correspondent with the BBC here in, um, in in the UK. And subsequently now I'm just presenting. So presenting radio and television uh, for BBC News in, in, in Glasgow. So that's my story.
1: So you say, and um, I'm reading from your author's note in the book, you were born at a young age you yes. spent your childhood annoying adults with questions, being curious about the world, and forcing your parents to watch one-man performances of Broadway musicals in the front that's room. That's correct.
0: Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so you were no, a infor- nightmare
1: child, really.
0: Uh, absolutely, yes. No, the uh, the 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 uh, the on-stage showbiz life wasn't for me, so I decided to try the 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 next best thing. But certainly, yes, my I mean, my my performances of of Joseph uh, and his amazing Technicolor Dream Code Phantom of the Opera, all very well reviewed uh, in my own uh, publication, which I had at the time. Yes, because um, you
1: had your own newspaper as a child. I certainly
0: I certainly did I did indeed the the, the weekly font it was called which was published maybe once every couple of months but we called it the weekly font nonetheless and we had a readership I'd say maybe of about ten uh, including some stuffed animals I think that I, that I had in my in my bedroom <laughs> at the time and I would basically just print off um, little kind of news stories and 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 little kind of bits and bobs like that and then staple it all together and deliver it around my uh, my local neighbourhood in 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 so yeah that was um, it, it didn't really work out really I wasn't a, there was no um, William Randolph Hearst um, kind of uh, Aspirations at that stage. He didn't go mad um, with the power of
1: pr- producing. Well, newspaper. no, but there
0: was no power to go mad with uh, Oliver, <laughs> quite, quite quite frankly. But uh, no, no, I mean that was just something that I did growing up, and I think a lot of kids do that. I think a lot of young people, uh, maybe when they when they're curious about the, the world around them and curious about writing and and creativity and uh, and all that. You know, it's it's something that a lot of people do, or maybe we, we radio stations and stuff like that. That was something that I was massively into growing up. Little news reports with with a camcorder uh, that I got from my um, with my confirmation. Month and all this kind of stuff so wow. it was just you know very early and from a very early age um news and 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 showing off in particular was what I was interested in so this was the perfect blend of the two you suppose, I suppose you were lucky because you discovered very early on what you wanted to do. Yeah, well, I guess, in, in, I mean, it, it, it was, I knew I wanted to do something that was creative. And I mean, you might not think even that journalism and creativity uh, go hand in hand. In fact, that maybe they shouldn't go hand in hand a lot of the time. <laughs> but um, definitely what, what I like to do is, I mean, I was really, really interested in history in secondary school and English too as well. Loved debating, all, all that kind of stuff. So when, when it finally came, uh, came time to do my Leaving Cert... Uh, I kind of thought that, that 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 journalism was was the way forward. I didn't know whether I wanted to do telly or whether I wanted to do radio or whether I wanted to be an online journalist or or, or what I wanted to do. Um, but ultimately, I've I've kind of ended up kind of straddling the two, so television and, and and radio, both of them. But I think radio certainly is actually my first love. It's it's just such a simple, um, easy as you will know yourself, such a clean, easy uh, medium to work in. Um, and yeah, no, it's 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 just fantastic. It's but but I'm particularly interested, I think, in in younger. People and you know all my family are teachers. Um, literally, I think I, every every member of my family are teachers. So I oh, thought right. I'd kind of I'd kind of um, you know uh, was going to be the black sheep of the family. But I've started to sort of come around now to uh, again to to communicating to young people uh, and to just kind of reach out yes. a hand and just to yes. say, listen, here's a window on the world. You know, you're you're as entitled to anybody else um, to it to, to a bit of a window oh, on I the world. So, so that's what this is. This about. is
1: like a guilt book you've done because you did you didn't become a teacher like the entire yes. family. <laughs> You <laughs> so became a journalist and now we're in a roundabout way, you know, teaching about It's interesting yeah. you just said there uh, that maybe creativity shouldn't go with journalism, but in yeah. fact, you kind of do need to be creative, don't you, to, to actually ask questions in a particular way? 100%, absolutely. And who to I- ask? And and who to ask and, and just try to even,
0: I mean, what I really love doing, especially with, with, with News Today in RTE, was the explaining stuff that we used to do. And I know that a lot of teachers use News Today in the classroom yeah. to, try and, to try and explain these big sort of weighty subjects. And what we would do was was to try and find a creative way into the story. So, I mean, say the 6-1 or whoever might be able to say, say last week that they could have said, oh, the uh, NATO says that it, it wants to see more weapons sent to Ukraine. Whereas we had to take multiple steps back and say right first of all we need to explain what's happening in ukraine then we need to say what what is nato why does yeah. nato exist then we need to say right right what sort of support um are we already giving to ukraine what are sanctions uh, what does putin want you know so so we even had, we, we would you know often have journalists uh, from the support you know from the from the adult newsroom coming over to us and saying how are you scripting that particular piece of of, of copy how are you explaining this subject because our our bread and butter was basically just explaining stuff to kids um, in, a, in an engaging way first of all in a clear way and, and in a truthful way obviously as well so that was a really creative fun
1: process and News Today continues I know this t- to this day to do that kind of stuff And it really breaks down those big weighty stories doesn't it? I mean we could all benefit from that from time to time of, totally, uh, taking, taking a step back. And
0: yeah, and it was uh, great to hear you saying there that, that that you got something out of the book as well, because I think ad- adults, as much as anybody else, I think um, you know potentially could do well to maybe um, just learn some, some of these wee little tools that you can then apply to every new story that comes along,
1: no matter yeah. what the story is,
0: um, just to take those with
1: you. But yeah. you know, oddly, because I did the same course as you, journalism and DCU, but uh, I'd oh. say at, at least a decade and not more before you, and it kind right. of reminded me of college because it was like it, it makes you go, "What is the news? Why it should it be in the news?" And yeah. uh, asking, you know, you, how much information you can assume the audience has to begin with. Now, when you're sure. doing news on News Today for younger people, I mean, you had to cover the difficult stories, as you said. So was there stuff when you were on that programme on RT oh, yeah. that, that stuck with you and how you were able to tell that story to children? Um, well, the, the ones that spring to mind um,
0: certainly would be you know, not, not very nice days in the newsroom. One was, the I remember, the Bataclan uh, attack in Paris and the, the, the Charlie Hebdo attacks in, in, in Paris, too. Um, yeah. just sen- senseless uh, killing, really. 2015. Um, yeah. 2015. And then there was, of course, the balcony collapse, you might remember as well, with the, the, the Irish students who lost their lives. Again, mm. just, just a, a, another senseless loss of life that you have to, you just have to kind of sit back for a second and just say, right, first of all you know how do we begin to explain uh, what's happened here when when adults can find no explanation really um behind what's happened those were really really challenging days in in the newsroom but it, but it was something that i think you, you kind of you have to grab with both with both hands and, and and you know this idea of maybe trying to shield kids from 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 bad news in particular it can i would always just encourage to be as you know appropriate to the age to try and just be as truthful as possible with yeah with 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 kids and and uh, because you know especially these days the the news will reach kids one one way or another so it's it's so important just to to take a step back and to, and to, to just approach it and be very honest and I remember when the, when those students um, died in, in in the balcony collapse it was very much a case of of you know we, we weren't trying to do anything you know uh, we were trying to reinvent the wheel with it we just very plain simple concise language but also reassuring the the young people and the kids who are watching that you know first and foremost you are safe and these things are in the I news see, because yeah. they're very rare they don't happen very often um and 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 just trying to to, to, to go from there, but uh, those were very very hard days in in the newsroom for sure. And COVID was was another thing that we simply couldn't shy away from because it, it, it all of a sudden kids were being told you couldn't go to you know hurling on, on a Saturday morning you couldn't hug your your your, your granny and your granddad. And mm-hmm. it was it was a really urgent kind of public service that uh, that that we need to
1: provide in in, in those more difficult times certainly. Uh, you hit on the thing there that these things are unusual and that's specifically why it's in the yeah. news, isn't it? And that you break that down in your book. Yeah. Um, c- well, because when things are going interest- well, it, do- it doesn't make yeah. the news, does
0: it? Well, it was really interesting to hear you you just discussing there um, the Ireland West Airport because and um, and Dublin Airport because there there is an example in the book where it's just a news article which describes the most perfect flight of all time and all the passengers applaud the pilot when it lands and it was two hours early even though it was only a one hour flight and all this kind of stuff and and then what you were saying about you know Dublin Airport looking at pictures of Dublin Airport on Twitter, um obviously that makes the news because it's so you know pretty pretty horrendous situation but then you have your man in Knock who was able to. Have two breakfasts, which I just think was brilliant. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you 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 don't. I mean, ninety nine. obviously was say in the book, ninety nine percent of the stuff that happens in the world is good, and and the reason that that the bad news often gets reported on it is because it's so rare. Um, so so that's an, an, another thing you know for for, for kids to remember that uh, that 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 when bad news happens, the reason that you're hearing about it is because it's out of the ordinary and it's out of the blue, and you yourself are safe, your parents are safe, your family are safe. Um, and that's really what, what we tried to hammer home as well in the book.
1: Yeah, it's a great approach with children just to say, you're safe. Yeah, everything, you know, yeah. it's unusual and so on. Um, most of us grew up, we were, you know, with the restricted access to the news, you know, it was coming on at nine o'clock. It was easy to kind of usher children out the door yeah. and say, oh, you know, you could throw chocolates down the hall or whatever, <laughs> let them chase after. But you, it's very hard to avoid it now, isn't it? It's a totally. 24-7
0: news uh, cycle. L- Absolutely, it it is of course, and you know when if you kind of older uh, kids, you know may, may well be beginning to sort of flirt with the idea of social media, and depending what age they are. I, I guess um, news can come at them from 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 that way, uh, but also then of course, I mean stuff that that you know driving in the car with your mum or dad, um, or before your favorite program or after your favorite program, your your news can come in. But but also what you mentioned there about just kids speaking to each other, this sort of real life social media where. Kids, you know, hear something from one person, they repeat it to another person. And you know that there, there are no checks there that there, there are no interventions of an actual journalist or, or someone who's maybe a bit more savvy who can say well hang on a second let's let's just let's unpack that for a second so that little piece of information there um, that John in school has told you yeah. you know h- how does John know that to be true do, do you think yourself that, that that it's true how does it make you feel so what's the if, if, if we were trying to explain it in, a, in an emoji or, or in an emoticon how would that piece of news make you feel um and then if if, if, if the emoji would be maybe maybe an angry emoji or maybe a worried emoji or maybe a crying emoji you might want to just think well okay well maybe I should investigate this a little bit further and see if what I'm hearing is actually true and it might be you know John in school isn't l- probably lying to you he's not trying to mislead you in any way but he himself might not be sure of the facts and it can be, it can be a really really simple thing to just uh, do a little bit more investigation uh, or to ask an adult that you know to just maybe check it out for you or in the tube you can have a conversation about it and um, so that's yeah. That that's really what 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 it kind of boils down to. Just uh, giving kids that just the tools to just say right. Let me just press pause there now and go go either to do a little bit of um, just research on on my own by myself and checking the sources, checking the sources, and, th- the source
1: and yeah. abs- absolutely, absolutely. No, there's because, great easy descriptions, yeah. and I, I nearly think every journalist in the country should read this this page. you <laughs> and the the, the fake yeah. news, and you're looking at that. I mean, it's nothing new. Yeah. It's not new. No, it's surely not. Um, and fake news has been around uh, literally, I
0: think, since since the beginning of time. Um, and, and I think you know, we we go into the book about you know a kind of news when it started. We think of the the cavemen in their caves. Probably the, 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 they were there was probably fake news being being painted on the cave walls. But there, I mean, news itself wasn't actually required necessarily, as it, you know, society didn't need news because our kind of worlds were so small and we were so based around one particular location. But as transport and as travel began to uh, become more possible, then all of a sudden, um, there was you know hundreds of miles away, events were happening that could very well impact on on my life. So mm. th- this idea, but but then this distortion of information, um. Kind Kind of uh, came to the fore then some i mean in the in the book the example is uh, is um, with the Romans were 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 fighting amongst themselves over, over who would basically rule the the, the Roman Empire, and one yeah. of the contenders was was Octavian. Um, his opponent was uh, was was Mark Antony, who you who you may well know. And Octavian wrote and and published poems all about Mark Antony and how he was a notorious drunkard, um, and how and he he'd be no good at at at, um, at at governing Rome whatsoever. So if Twitter was around at that stage, Octavian would probably have taken to Twitter and said, "Oh my God." You know, Mark Antony's such a loser. Sad, he'd be such a terrible ruler. And it worked. Octavian eventually uh, won the war. In fact, and and the same thing with um, with. with, with 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 Alexander the Great, who began to spread sort of very 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 sort of early examples of propaganda essentially, and and changed his name from Alexander the Great. There wasn't Alexander the Great in the first place, but he changed his name from Alexander the Great to Alexander Son of Zeus. Yes. So he was sort of saying, "I am actually, in fact, Zeus's son." And uh, and you know, it's 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 just constant.
1: The, the branding worked. The branding worked. In fairness to it, until and, and Colin Farrell played him in a blonde wig. <laughs>
0: Angelina Jolie Sorry. I remember that yeah um yeah and I look at it the, there are so many examples throughout history of people realizing that that perhaps one of the most important weapons that they had was information misinformation disinformation yeah. uh, and, and using that to either to big themselves up uh, or to tear their opponents down and it's um and I look at I mean it's it's only just I mean I, I think probably we're becoming more aware of the term fake news because in particular one former American president found a way to to in fact weaponize this idea of fake news for himself. So if journalists mm. were reporting stuff that he didn't like or that made him look bad, he would instantly label it as fake news. All of a sudden, nobody knows what's real, what's fake, uh, and and it, it just it becomes An attack a total on the mess. facts,
1: wasn't it? That yes, you could start totally. questioning your own sanity. And totally. the, 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 a warning to politicians here, because you've really you're arming the next generation of journalists yes. with skills to spot and call out someone who just won't answer the question. And there's a great. Yes exercise here you. Well, there's a, there a fantastic uh, uh, professor called Peter Bull who
0: uh, would maybe somewhat, somewhat appropriately and what, what Peter came up with was uh, this list of dozens of dozens of strategies and methods that politicians use to avoid answering questions so in the book what we do is we just set up a wee scenario uh, where a reporter is asking a farmer uh, who came first the, the chicken or the egg and the farmer ignores the question just saying <laughs> oh I, I love eggs I love eggs absolutely eggs are great fantastic the reporter again you know you Ask him which comes first, and the and, and the farmer recognizes the question, but doesn't answer it. So he would say, "Do you know what, Oliver? That's a really, really good question, and I love <laughs> eggs, especially scrambled eggs." he can avoid responsibility so and um, the politician could say i look look i'm not going to comment it would be inappropriate for me to comment on a private matter between the, the, the chicken and the egg and then the, the report would ask again and the farmer might might attack the question and saying it you know that you, it, you know your question shouldn't be this your question should be it's not about <laughs> which came first it's about what what tastes better um or or, or saying the you know uh, he he might appeal to nationalism and say if it wasn't for all the ducks that were coming over here then uh, everything would be fine between chicken and eggs and there are just dozens of examples of, of ways that politicians um, you know when people know this we, this is very familiar to us yeah just, totally um, but when we actually break it down we've all heard these interviews totally in and, and, and and utterly but it's I mean it's a fantastic list I would encourage anyone to to have a look at it because yeah. some of it is just gas and
1: the book is great it's aimed for is roughly 8
0: to 12 is it 8 to 12, roughly, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess, as I sort of say, I mean, all the conversations I think that we should be having with kids around fake news and, and upsetting news should be tailored in spe- specifically to, to, to the kids' age. But I think 8 to 12-year-olds, I mean, if I was growing up, I think if I was 8 or 9-year-old, Nick had this book as a, as a handbook for, you know, because we're talking about fake news, we're talking about, you know, upsetting news, but also there's a section in the book which is all about how to be a journalist yourself. And yeah, if you want yeah. to be a reporter, a news hound, as we say... Here are all the things you're, you're, you're going to need. Here are the questions that you're, the, the, the good questions to ask. How to interview somebody. Uh, how to spot what the most interesting part of a story is. Um, as I mentioned there, how to get around interviewees who uh, who don't want to answer your questions. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes it can be hard to get your, your interviewees to stop talking, say, if you're a principal. Yeah. in school wanted to talk about what a great principal he well, was he I'm afraid I'll have to talking.
1: get I'll have to get you to stop talking to <laughs> whatever. but breaking news how to tell what's real from what's rubbish Nick Sheridan it's been a pleasure and the best thanks, look at it cheers, and continue success over at the Beeb oh thank you very much and Oliver and accent is very mild <laughs> <laughs> thanks cheers